0: I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you.
1: And it's your boy Cool Rock, AKA Cool Rock Steve, from the legend of you fat boys. I got the hit albums, I got the
0: hit movies, I got all that. Welcome to 360 University.
2: Hold the larger load, then they'll go
0: out there i'm your international homeboy the incredible dj 360 along with my co-host legendary cool rock steve the original fat boy we just opened up with let's get ill by ll cool j and that's one of my favorite ll tracks because the energy the bad album was like a top 10 album to me um and it goes along with our topic for today which is what truly makes a legend what is a legend? When when I introduced myself, I didn't call myself a legend, but Cool did because he earned that right. He said the legendary Cool Rock Ski of the Fat Legendary Fat Boys because the Fat Boys are a legendary group in hip hop, in culture, in music, and Cool Rock Ski is a member of that group and he is one of the MCs that had a great um, voice and a position in the group. So he he is a legend. But you know what, Rock. There's a bunch of guys and girls, ladies, females, men, women, MCs, rappers, entertainers, or whoever. They tossing this word around. Now, the song we just played, Let's Get Ill by LL Cool J, his first words in the song were, I'm ladies' love, legend in leather, long and lean, and I don't wear pleather. So he was playing on the L letter because his name is LL. He's, you know, leather, legend, but LL Cool J is a legend for sure. So let's get into it, man. Let's talk about it. This episode this week, Lesson 9, is strictly about the word legend, who we consider legends, what the definition really means to the culture, and um, how we feel about um, past and present legends. Man, let's get into it, man. Episode 9. Cool Rock Ski is on the line with us. He is our co-host at 360 University. He is our, um, you know, one of yes, our... Sir. One of our... Uh, and, and last week, you were... Man, the last episode, you you were, you were gone, man. I told everybody, man, Cool Rock is running up and down the coast, doing what he got to do, handling his business. We talked about the 808s, man. Cool, man. You, we missed you last episode, G. Yeah, I was in my age. Sorry I
1: missed the show. It was a really good show. I heard it. It was definitely a good show. Um, it touched upon a lot of things that the 808 had... A, a huge impact on the hip hop so it was
0: yeah. definitely a good show yeah 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 man we had to hold it down for you man um we had our uh this episode is brought to you by my man kyle you know what i'm saying over at hella hot hot sauce so not only did we talk about the 808 but we also had our man kyle on there um hella hot hot sauce y- y'all go out and check it out it's california oh that's some good hot sauce oh it's some that's good, some really good it's sauce. some good hot sauce man he actually, um, you know, what I'm saying, I was talking to him about the flavors that he sent me, man. Oh my God, we had the we had the jalapeno cucumber, which was pretty dope. And then we went, yeah, and, yeah. And then, um, then I had a chance to put on my wife cooked, you know, some. Well, this time we had some fried chicken, man. Now, you know, I know it's a stereotype, watermelon and fried chicken, but hey, we had to have some fried chicken one time. <laughs> yeah. And we threw the we threw the um the Cajun tears on this one. And it got a little more hot, you know what I mean. Then later on, we had I had some chili. When I eat chili, when it gets cold, man, I put that forged and fire on there. And you can check it right. out. You know what I mean? It was hot. I I man, they say it's hot going in and it's hot coming out. God dang it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't I can't do the hot sauce
1: in the summer. Though. Yeah, um,
0: right. Yeah. I, I
1: love I love I love spicy foods. I can't do it in the summer.
0: Yeah, nah. nah. Be,
1: like I just ran a
0: marathon. <laughs> so <much>. Right, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, shout out to, 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 the, to the homeboy Kyle and his whole staff out there in California, man, doing his thing. Hella hot, hot sauce. Make sure y'all check it out. Hella hot, hot sauce on Instagram. That's our sponsor. Holding down the 360 University podcast. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, man, legend. Now, cool. I know people call you legend, man. How do you feel when people call you a legend when you reflect on like, um, your body of work, which is a legendary body of work, the movies, the music, the interviews, the, just the whole personality of the fat boys and cool rock ski, rest in peace to Buffy, um Mark Prince, Marky D, like when people call you legend, how does that make you feel?
1: Um, it's a it's a good feeling. It, it's it's I think it's a stature that you earn from hard work. Um, I think people were calling us legends after our first um EP, which we you know, they 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 thought it was an album if you look at it, it's really an EP, the first Fat Boys album. Yeah. And, um, you know, I read up on, sometimes on some of the, the people who thought that that first album was like a classic. So, um, they Man. put us in legendary status after that. Man. We did a lot of stuff. We did, you know, the first one, first first rapper star in our own movie. Um, yeah. You know, we did a lot for the hip-hop culture. So, um, we're not walking around with our chests stuck out sticking out and and ego tripping and say, yeah you gotta call me legend it's just a title that's given to a title that's given to you that you work harder not a title that you wake up one day because you made one song and somebody says you're a legend right right work like it. right it's a body of work that makes you a legend
0: you know yeah man you exactly right and i actually looked up the the definition of legend man um And This is what I got It it says A legend is an extremely famous or notorious person Especially in a particular field Extremely famous You know what I'm saying Um, Right A couple weeks ago Not even a couple of weeks ago A few days ago uh, We lost another hip hop artist Man Um, Rest in peace the juice world man Uh, Right I'm not sure of the, the circumstances surrounding his death, but what I understand is that he died um, in Chicago, um, uh, got off the plane, and something happened with some pills. I think they say he swallowed some pills, and his body reacted. 21 years old. 21 years, 21 old. years old. And yeah. and he had a song called Legends. <laughs> right. Um, And we're going to play that in just a second, but... A portion of his words in the song was, and I'm going to paraphrase what he said, he said something to the effect of um, people were going to call me a legend, but I don't want that title because they say that legends die young, because legends die young. Like, I don't want, don't call me a legend, because legends die young. And I think that was kind of prophetic to his demise, because like you said, he died at 21. Um, He's a kid. You know what I'm saying? Barely able to drink legally or driver's license and college age, you know, just barely starting life. And he's and he's right. and he's gone based on particular choices that he made or whatever his lifestyle was. Um I would never wish death on anybody, but at the same time it's like your choices can affect your longevity. Um and yeah. I, and I wouldn't consider somebody who has an early demise a legend just because they died young and put out one or two projects, right. you know what I'm saying? My um, mother
1: always said you can rush your way out of this world. Wow. As far as, like you just said, making the wrong choices. And yeah. she's always, she's always told, me, told me that. You can you rush, can your, rush way your way out, of this, out of this world.
0: Wow. You know. Wow. Before, before your time comes, you Before know? your time Man, I had a conversation with one of my homeboys about 20 years ago. Um, shout out to my homeboy Drew from Frisco, Sunnydale, um, San Francisco. Man, we were talking about, because um, around the time Sunny Bono passed away, and we were having a, it was kind of, it almost got into a heated debate because we were talking about right. the fact that had Sonny Bono not gotten onto that ski slope, he would not have, I don't think he would have, my, my position was he would not have died that day because he would not have hit right. that tree. Um, right. But he was saying my homeboy's argument was he was going to die that day anyway, because his time had come. And that takes me back to what you just said when you said, you know, your mom said you can rush your way out this world. Now, and our de- yeah. and our decisions can speed that process. You know what I mean? So, what do you think about that? Like, people out there, if you're listening, like, what do you think about legends or quote unquote legends dying at a certain age and it being at their own hands? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kurt right. Kurt Cobain and 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 Amy Winehouse and um. It's so many, man. there's Jimmy countless. Hendrix. Tupac, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. I mean, they all died like before their 30th birthday, like around 25 or so. Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Old yeah. Dirty. It's it's just a Guru. I mean, he was he had a um a sickness that he couldn't avoid. But um, we have so many legends that we can consider legends. What 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 is it though? Like, why are people throwing this word around so loosely? Um, and really, what we what I'm what I what what the basis is. Shout out to WAC100, man. Um, he has his opinion that he's expressing over the internet. And he's saying that, you know, Nipsey Hussle wasn't a legend based on his body of work and this and that. He what? has his reasons, reasons, man. So, I don't know, man. Let's talk about it. cool. I mean, Nipsey Hussle, legend or no legend?
1: Um, Nipsey Hussle was an individual who made an impact would have made a, a bigger impact had, had he been alive. All a right. lot of stuff that he was doing or trying to do didn't come to the surface until he passed away. It was right. tiny death. Um I think what WAC one hundred was trying to say is one day nobody's even talking about Nancy Hustle and, and the progress he was making as far as building up his neighborhood and, you know, um talking to Doctor t- talking to Dr. Simi, I think his name is, about the um you know, getting information, doing a, a documentary
0: about yeah. it. Nobody knew about that. Yeah, Dr. Sebi. Um, yeah,
1: right. And my thing was, when he passed away, um, I posted on my Facebook page. I've never heard his music, but rest in peace, regardless, because he, he's a young brother. Um, he's a father, um, and he was uh, he was in the same field I was, as far as being an entertainment music artist. Right. Um, that being said, Facebook, in my opinion, is for people really 35, 40, 50 and over. Who well, a lot of people don't listen to that brand of hip hop. They listen to more classic hip hop. So the next day, um, even the same day, anybody's timelines and, and posts are flooded with, um, oh, we lost the real one or we lost this guy, we lost that guy, or he was one of the real ones, where two hours, three hours, 24 hours before his untimely death, nobody posted anything about Nipsey Hussle. Nobody posted nothing about Nipsey Hussle as far as I've ever been on Facebook. So um, then he pops up with legendary status, and who am I to say who's not a legend? Right. So um, I guess what 100 was trying to say is he didn't have enough body of work to become a legend. Um, I think he was trying to say he became a legend over the internet as opposed to just his music. Um, At one point, I think he even said his music wasn't even selling like that. And, you know, he got into a lot of flack about that. Um, A lot of people are sensitive nowadays in this culture anyway of hip-hop. A lot of people are sensitive in the internet culture, period. Because you can't just say something and then say somebody the next minute somebody's going to come at you and rebuttal your whole statement right? or say what you said is wrong and this and that or how can you not call him a legend? How can you not call this person or that person a legend? Mm -hmm. The word GOAT and the word legend is thrown around so freaking normal nowadays, especially in the realms of hip-hop. When somebody, when someone makes one song and the song has a pretty good impact, oh, he's Mm -hmm. the GOAT.
0: Right. what? <laughs> you got one song that can make you a GOAT. Right, you know what? And, and LL Cool J had an album called GOAT. I think it was 2000 or 2001. And right. and that's, that's the first time I heard that term. I've heard people say right. the greatest of all time, but to create an acronym based on that, I think LL earned that. You know, first album dropped. he on- should patent that. I hope he patent.
1: that. I hope so. Yeah. Good. I mean,
0: because now you they, know. I mean, they use it to describe Michael Jordan a lot. You know what I mean? And right. Um, the debate is there with between LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. So it's it's really widespread. Um, but but LL was the first you know artist that I heard say "goat," just like uh, right. Just like Ti was the first um, MC that I heard use trap music you know his his, right. his, his album right. in 2003 I, I believe it was 2003 was called trap music right. and, and then jeezy came behind him and it was like but um there's certain artists out there even not just artists but entertainers and comedians and uh movie stars that i would say are definitely legends and i i would have to say that Nipsey hustle in my opinion he was a legend I think to the streets more so before the entertainment, before the music right. part. Right, Because he comes from a notorious neighborhood in, in Los Angeles. Um, the Rolling right. 60s, South Central, you know, they're uh, one, of, one of the largest, um, you know, um, groups of young men or and women who are trying to make the best of their situation in Los Angeles. Um, and what he was doing when the cameras were not on, when, when the record button was not pushed, is I would think is legendary period um because Nipsey right. Hussle got a lot of right. love from these streets all across the country. Oh yeah. Now when you go to me being a hip hop fanatic, when Nipsey Hussle the first song I heard from Nipsey Hussle was um the song called Hustle in the House. I think that was one of his first right. mainstream and I loved the song because it had the um the Jackson 5 loop that um that um Chris Cross used for Jump. Uh I think it was Okay. Uh, uh, I want you back or was right. it? yeah I think it was I want you back um but he used that loop and I said damn that shit sounds crazy and I was like who is Nipsey Hussle sure. but then after that I didn't really check for Nipsey I'm gonna be honest I didn't really check for him this was like 2000 I guess um, maybe 2008 9 10 on up yeah. I didn't really check for him That's when
1: I first heard of him I was in New York doing some um some work in the studio and somebody came inside the studio and said, um, um, "Nipsey Hussle was doing a video in New York." And I said, "Nipsey Hussle?" I said, "You mean like the, the comedian Nipsey Hussle?" And I was he, started live. "He was like, No, Nipsey Hussle.'" I said, "Okay, that's a strange kind of, but you know, okay, I, I get the hustle for. Okay, now I see where he's coming from. Other than that, I never heard. You know, I never heard anything after that because I never really was checking for um, a particular brand of hip hop anymore." Um, not that I was disrespecting it, it's just that I was just so, um, and it's kind of like, um, turning a blind eye or ear, um, turning the deaf ear to what was going on because it was like, it was the same old, same old. Right. You know, heard somebody say trap once, you heard him say a thousand times. You heard somebody (laughs) say, I took keys once, you heard it 10 million times. Right. It's like, um, how many times you gonna flip those keys? So it's like, um, (sighs) I started turning the deaf ear to
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah that being said once i started reading up on what he was doing i was like wow this is this is crazy like he was he was the tupac of the streets tupac was more um on record tupac was huge because he was selling but tupac didn't start selling a lot of albums in time of death you know what i mean
0: right exactly that
1: pretty much made him a
0: legend right Um, um yeah um and and speaking of um Speaking of notorious, you know what I'm saying? Using that word in the definition, notori- uh, extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field, I think it's appropriate. Like. And we just talking about Nipsey Hussle. I think it's appropriate right now to go into a song by the Notorious, B.I.G. You know what I'm saying? And this one, and then we're going to follow that. We're going to do a, a 360 University podcast, double play. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna We're going to go with Respect off of Biggie's first album, Ready to die, one of the coldest songs I ever heard, and then we're gonna follow that with "Hustle in the House," the first song I ever heard okay. from Nipsey Hustle. But I, but but our, but I know now that Nipsey had a bunch of songs and album, um mixtapes prior to the release of that song. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I, and, yeah. it, and it took me, and I'll be honest, it took for him to pass away for me to even go check for his discography, and. And I'm not knocking Nipsey Hussle's efforts. I'm not knocking his hustle. Shout out to um, the Marathon Store down there in South Central. Nipsey is a, is a he was a great artist. He was a great rapper. You know what I'm saying? But I think right. when it came to music and hip hop, it would have taken him a li- uh, a bit more time to become legendary. That's just my uh, my opinion based on the the hip hop right. that I know. I love Nipsey Hussle. Shout out to his family. Um, their family lost a son, a cousin, a brother, nephew, and it's, there's that's nothing to, uh, I don't, I don't wish anything negative on anybody's family, but he's, he, he, his early demise, I think, you know, yeah. um, catered to his legendary status now. And then he had the same level funeral as an ultimate legend icon, Michael Jackson at the Staples Center, you wow. know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, I'll be honest. I was looking at the funeral, I was watching the funeral and and all of this, and I'm thinking, how did he get the same level of respect around the world and in Los Angeles that Michael Jackson got around the world? It's a a different
1: time now. It's a different time. Michael Jackson um, has been legendary since his ABC days. Right, right. How we did it. Right. uh, Without the internet. So we live in a different time now. So um, a lot of things are spread, lies are spread on the internet um all kind of myths you know so you yeah. can spread a lot of things that get people right. to believe the right. hype about something not saying that nipsey hustle was a hype i'm just saying you can yeah it's true get a lot of things to, to get people to believe the hype about anything
0: nowadays right know? right and, and and this is not an episode where we're bashing anybody we're just expressing our true um um opinion this is the 360 university podcast one of our main platforms is to stay away from controversy and drama and negativity so we're just speaking on what we're speaking on you know what i'm saying and if anybody wants to comment on what we are talking about and want to follow it up before episode 10 airs feel free to do so um we don't want any beef we don't want no smoke we don't want to fight nobody we ain't trying to shoot meet nobody up we ain't pulling up on nobody we ain't got none of that we don't have time for we got families and we got endeavors that we plan to pursue we're grown men and we're just talking. Yeah, you should have put me 20 years ago for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. We're, 20 years ago, we'd have been on there. We'd have, we'd have been with it. We'd, we'd, like, they, like they say, you know, we'd have been with the shit. But now, it ain't about that. We, we're just some young men trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Making it happen. Ain't no trying. We are making it happen because you're tuned in right now to the 360 University Podcast with your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, and my homeboy, MC Cool Rock Ski Legendary Fat Boy. Yeah, and we going into it right now. Notorious B.I.G. off his first album, Ready to Die. We got the song Respect. We're gonna follow that by the great Nipsey Hustle, South Central, Rolling 60s, um, um one and only Nipsey Hustle with uh Hustle in the House. My first song I heard from Nipsey Hustle that was a banger. So here it goes, right here, Biggie, then followed by Nipsey, 360 University. Let's go. Yeah.
3: I do sweat the day, my mom was late So I had to plan my estate out Skins in this world, the fly girls away, Hennessy until uh. I call Earl uh, girl. Ten months in this gut, what the fuck? I wish Mars would hurry up so I could get fucked Wild juvenile, ripping mics and shit New York, New York, ready for the lights uh, to uh. yeah. Then came the worst date, May 21st 219, that's when my mama wore the No spouse in the house, so she rolled for self Around my neck. I'm seeing my death, and I ain't even took my first step. I made it out, I'm bringing mad joy. The doctor looked and said he's gonna be a bad boy. Look, I'm coming straight off a of slump. A crazy motherfucker named Nipsey. I'm turned up, cause I grew up in the 60s. Caution you rap niggas trying to diss me I go home That's why your bitch wanna flip me Big guns Nigga turn rivals into rosaries Extended clips I give a fuck who you supposed to be Straight off the block I sold dope to buy groceries Now nice it's rap money No advances, all royalties You broke nigga, you can follow me It's fuck bitches, get money Keep some hollow ends logically And I'm for where i am side boost the economy Pay taxes to these conas And put their workers a policy It's white chalk on the conas Yellow tape on the gates. Choppers up a wood, that's cuts. Tiny lows run the streets where I'm getting smaller to this lipsy using That's money in bitches, that's the way that we do it. First get your brides on, then get your shine on. We come through date drama with the lights on. Now hit the fast lane and let your chain sway. You get the dollars like a doctor, but you gang
0: Yeah, 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 man. Shout out to Big Man, New York, New York, um I I don't know I'm a, I was about to say New York legend, a lot of people are gonna say that Big was a New York is a New York uh, uh, or is a hip hop legend, and once again, to me Biggie I I'm, I'm gonna name I'm gonna name a couple of legends and I want to see if these names fall into, and, and I might get crucified for saying this, but I don't care. Let's let's get it. <laughs> Biggie Biggie had one album. That was an amazing, it was a great album, ready to die before he passed away. Um, Life After Death was his second album that came out after he passed away. So, during Life, Biggie had one album during his breathing hours, during his days of life. One album. He's considered a legend now. LL Cool J First album like dropped on- <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. First, first artist to drop on Def Jam label as a label. Okay. Shout out to T La Rock. He had the first song released on Def Jam productions or recordings. But the first album released on Def Jam was um, Radio, LL Cool J, back in 1985. Okay. Right. He had a string of albums all the way up until Exit 13, or I think he had an album after that, but 12, 13 albums later. L.L. is still in the game. Platinum and gold. Many Everybody knows his name. On TV, on the movie, right. in the movies, blah, blah, blah. You know L.L.'s track record. If you don't, Google him. Another artist. I'm going to go as far as to say from the West Coast, we got an artist like Too Short that is a legend. Came on, on the scene from Los Angeles, moved up to Oakland, California, dropped an album called, um, well, the ma- first mainstream album for Too Short that was really popular, really, really popular, born to Mac, he had three albums prior to that and then he had life is too short everything was gold and platinum after that okay and too short is still a household name when it comes to getting busy in the club blow the whistle shake that monkey he got songs right now that can that are that are timeless i consider too short a legend um
1: Let's let's not get the word legend og and goat and um the other word you pioneer there's a lot of words you're yeah, pioneer let's not get those all mixed up because a lot of people could be calling somebody a pioneer and clicking that word legend at the same time um so you got a lot of like you said you know Too Short um J, um yeah. Snoop Dogg yes his legendary status you know um MWA's legendary status yep. um Ice Cube I mean you got so many you can say legendary status for the way they shape the culture of hip hop right um that's what you call a legend when somebody can reshape the whole culture and music that's around you. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, you know, it goes back to Grandmaster Flash in the Furious Five days. Cold Crush 4 never had a top ten song at all, but they're still legendary status. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? 24 plus one, first rap group to be on live TV um, on Saturday Night Live. Um you can even go to the Sugar Hill Gang for being the first of their kind to have the biggest, the biggest rap song um, in the history at that point. Right. So, so it's a lot of legends, a lot of legends, a lot of people with legendary status. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, I think people get confused with the word they just throw it around so quick. Yeah. They just throw it around too quick. Oh, he's a legend. Well, what did he do? Oh, he had that song like five years ago.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I <never laughs> you know. But, you know. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, we we use it loosely, man. Um, um. But so, but you're you're absolutely right. Like, I would consider Melly Mel not only a legend, but he's also a pioneer. I think he would fall into all those categories: OG pioneer and legend. The one of those first yeah. MCs that really made an impact on the culture. Melly Mel's delivery. Right. Cool Moe D's delivery. I loved um, Lil Rodney C's delivery from the um, Double Trouble and, 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 and Funky Four. Rodney C, Lil Rodney C, if you out there listening, man, you're one of my favorite MCs um, um, of all time. And DMC what? from Run DMC, who doesn't get as much love as everybody else from that school. Kool Rock Ski from the Fat Boys had that voice. Um, and then you move up and you got what? Big Daddy Kane. Um, Slick Rick and KRS One. The list goes on and on, and not only just rappers, Joe. It goes are, on and on. Yeah, the list. And,
1: and, and here's the thing about Slick Rick: he only had one out,
0: Yeah, and it was, well, um, but yeah. it was such a Mount Rushmore. It,
1: it, it, exactly, it, it, it was such. it's just that's what I'm saying when you can we shape the the music. Yeah, we shape the whole culture because his style was something that even can today can be duplicated.
0: Exactly. You know, there's
1: only one Slick Rick. Exactly. You know? And
0: um um and, and to put it in perspective for people, man. When you think about a Michael Jordan versus uh, uh, Bernard King or a Daryl Dawkins or even a Dr. J, Michael Jordan right. single-handedly aside from his basketball playing ability, uh, aside from the superior skills that he had, he he reshaped the way that basketball players looked on the court. Right. Yeah. With the yeah. with the wristband on, on his on his forearm um the baggy, the shorts, baggy shorts the the the, yeah. the the socks folded down halfway above his ankle um all of the and the 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 the, the spandex um tight shorts under his basketball shorts um the the fresh right. looking sneakers that he wore he he went against the 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 league dress code or the the um league permission you know as far as it comes to you know he wore the shoes and got banned in 84 the Air Jordan 1. Right. So it's like he was a rebel and he broke down doors for the rest of the league. So now, look, you got Allen Iverson who came in with, with the tattoo. He didn't come in with tattoos, but he eventually started expressing himself the way that he wanted to because I want to be like Mike. So right. put that in perspective. You know what I'm saying? When Kobe Bryant came in and every move he made was just like Mike, LeBron James wearing 23 said his role model um, was, was Magic Johnson, but he loved Michael Jordan just the same. So that's a little bit of perspective, like when you're able to change the culture, Martin Lawrence, a comedian, right. legend, changed the way that we even talked on a daily basis. If you see your homegirl or your sister or your mom doing something great, what are you gonna say? You go girl, <laughs> who gave us that? Right, Martin, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then, you know, things like that, that we can add to the culture. So any, any artist out there that feels like you're a legend or you are professing to be a legend, show it let show us what you, you right. know what what you're about and and you don't and really you don't have to show us by purposefully showing us just do your craft and it'll right. come to you you know what i'm saying um and Legend that you could
1: be a person who has consistency with his craft and it could be a person like you just said who just reshaped the whole way we look at things
0: right you know? um, absolutely so Richard
1: Pryor is just uh he's the train for anything oh that's out
0: comedy right now.
1: Yeah. It, it's yeah. Richard Pryor by himself or not Rushmore, everybody else has to follow what he did because he was the first of his kind. Then yeah. Melinda Bruce um was the first to do that that sort of um comedic performances as as far as cursing and, and, and pushing the envelope. Right. Everybody else came after that. With Fox, you know, is it, up there with um with the, um, I mean, Richard Pryor. So these guys are legends. You got are yeah. legends they set the trust them for what came after. You know, everything that came after came from them,
0: right? You understand? And, and we got to so, if, we, um, if, we, if we're going to talk about legendary comedians, he's not in a good place right now. But Bill Cosby is definitely in that conversation when it comes to you know, oh, yeah. you know, Richard yeah. Pryor. He mentioned that he used to want to be like. Bill Cosby. So when you look at Earl Richard Pryor, he's clean shaven. He has the little suit, you know, the suit on with the slim tie. Yeah. (laughs) he, you know, and he found out that that style wasn't for him. So he found himself. It wasn't for him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He started turning, he started doing a different kind of act. He did a movie called Movie.
0: Where I don't think he could through the whole movie.
1: And you can see that he was trying to get that, that that Bill Cosby status. At, At that particular time, Bill Cosby was the biggest comedian on the planet.
0: Right. You know,
1: he was he was making excess of sixty eight, seventy million dollars a year either. So he, everybody wanted to get to that statue, But like you said, Bill, um um Richard Pryor found out that wasn't his stick, so he had to stick
0: to what he was doing. Exactly. You know, um yeah. yeah, man. Um and you know what, cool, I I I gotta I gotta I gotta appeal to the to the um West Coast too, you know. I can't and not even just the West Coast, but hip hop period. I can't play big without playing some pop. On the uh, 360 right. University podcast. I just can't do it. So we're going to go into another double play, man. With um, I'm going to play Legends first by Juice World, who just passed away not too long ago. And I want you all to listen to his words. Because um, I think sometimes when we speak certain things, and you can probably agree with this, Rock, that what we speak into the exist what we speak into exist what we speak can you it usually comes into existence you know what i'm saying our, yeah. our words can shape our immediate and our not so distant future so if you listen right. when you listen to these words and some of the words of other artists that may have passed on before their time you know what i'm saying check out what they saying you know tupac was saying i see death around the corner you know what i'm saying and right Um, if I should die tonight, if I die tonight, you know, stuff like that. So how long will they mourn me? Or is there, does heaven got a ghetto? There's so many little lines and songs that he had that had everybody thinking, you know what? He might, he might, he might have a vision of when his time is coming. So, but anyway, we're going to go into Tupac and then, um, excuse me, we're going to go into juice world right now. Legends. And we're going to follow that with ambitions of a rider by Tupac. You know what I'm saying? We'll be right back. I'm your international homeboy, the incredible three DJ three sixty, along with MC
1: Coolabskins, that
0: boy. Yes, yes, y'all. Three sixty university podcast. We are your professors, and you are now in class. Class is in session. Shout out to Juice World. Rest in peace. Followed by Tupac. Rest in peace. Here we go. Let's get it. We'll be right back.
4: They to the tank. I
3: usually
4: have an answer to the question
3: I'm a straight rider You don't wanna fuck with me Got the bold
0: People been um, uh, really commenting on social media, hit, hitting us up on our Instagram page, um, letting us know especially with this last episode talking about the 808. they hit us on 360 University one on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. comments was com- were coming in. Um, and uh, you can email us and drop us a line 360 upod at gmail.com. Find us on Apple, iTunes, you know, Google Play music um anchor soundcloud man we all over the place. spotify Spotify. we official man we officially in spotify spectrum on that platform and that's one of the ones that that i think is really popular right now so check us out subscribe share with a friend we in the place definitely yeah man so i don't know man um Legendary status is something that we're talking about today, where we're definitely focused on trying to find out what the culture finds as the true definition of what a legend is. WAC 100, they say he got knocked out. That's not our concern. If he did get knocked out, and it was because something he said in reference to Nipsey Hussle, you know, more power to them. Let them deal with that. But we're not gonna big that up. Um, it's no good. It's never. I good. think it's, a, it's still a
1: it's still a touchy subject because it, it, it it's not like it happened ten years ago. It's just yeah. it's pretty much just happened. Yeah. So a lot of people are still yeah trying to be to know about that. Exactly. Um, you just gotta use the words carefully when you start talking about um street cats. You know um it is it's not a good thing to just start um. Downing somebody, especially from the streets, because you never know who who they might know, or yeah. who, who is too emotional about um, the stuff you're talking. It's kind of like you got to walk on the eggshells. At the same time, um, people have to be adults about things, and, and and not react off emotions all the time. You exactly. know what I mean? It's um, you know, fighting is not going to cure anything.
0: You know. Nah. No,
1: it just creates sitting down and talking to another person as an adult. That's that that um that solves a lot of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, um, it's it's never, it's never a good thing to to have negativity, you know, negative vibes with anyone. I'm not saying don't defend yourself. I'm not saying don't stand up for what you believe in. Um, but right. but you know, like you said, it, people are still emotional and, and sensitive about. Nipsey Hussle's passing. I mean, he had a beautiful wife. He has children. You know, his mother and father, his brother. Shout out to Black Sam, and uh, you know, a host right. of friends and colleagues on both sides. When I say both sides, I mean the red team and the blue team. Everybody loved Nipsey Hussle, and then, but but it takes me back to when when I was living in um, the Bay Area in the San Francisco Bay. Man, in 1997, I woke up in the morning listening to Biggie Smalls being interviewed on 106.1. KMEL when Sway was on the Breakfast Club with Rennell and all those guys over there, um, all the um, you know uh, the personalities over there in San Francisco back in 97 and I'm saying to myself Tupac just died six months ago, why is this dude out here in the Bay? He was going out to the Bay, he was doing a promotional run for his um, new album um, Life After Death he made a stop in San Francisco right before he made his stop down in L.A. to go to the vibe party where he was ultimately um, shot and, um, and where, he, where he passed away down at Cedar sinai Hospital, which happens to be the same hospital that Eazy-E passed in. Rest in peace to the legend, super legend, Easy e um, But it was, it was just peculiar. It was mind-boggling to me why Big would be out in, on the West Coast at that time when it was still hot. Um, because Tupac's right. death was still fresh, he wasn't in the ground. He wasn't before his body got cold. Biggie Smalls is out here doing an interview in the Bay where Tupac was was from before he um started claiming LA, yeah. and it didn't make too much sense to me. Um, and naturally, in the Bay Area, when everybody heard it, when we went to school and we heard him, heard that he was on the radio, everybody was just talking. To him. It was the talk of the city, you know, and. Later on that week, or a couple of days later, he was gone, and so right. and it and it just went to show that our sentiment, the way we felt at that time, it was it was true feelings because it actually came out. I hope we didn't we didn't you know you know uh, make that a reality by the way that we felt and putting our energy into the um, atmosphere. You know, it, what I'm it saying? could have been, you yeah, know, but
1: it could have been anything. It, it could have been. Um, it, it's so many different um narratives and. Things going on that's pertaining to both these guys and timely death that will it'll never it never come to light. You know what I mean? So we just don't know uh, what led to it. It could have been, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist, it could have been a conspiracy. Could have been a whole lot of things. Yeah. So, um, was it inevitable? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. It was maybe it was going to happen. You know, um, I don't know. You know, it, it's a thing where. I, I got robbed in the studio for a lot of jewelry, a lot of money. We all we all got me, Buff, Buff's brother, and um, studio engineer. Um, I got robbed, um, gun pointed to my head. Woke up to a gun being pointed to my head. Wow. Um, I, they also took off their their disguises. They had their 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 hoodies tied up real tight around their faces so we can't see their face. But then they revealed their faces. I said, well, I guess they're going to now kill us But now they're revealing their faces. Um, But uh, thank God they didn't. Um, They just pointed the guns at us and just threatened to kill us. So they left. I remember saying to myself the next day, that's the end of jewelry for me. I'm not wearing that stuff anymore. If I do wear it, it's going to be cuffed inside my shirt where you can't see, maybe a little chain here and there. Yeah. Um, but I learned from that experience. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I said, well, I'm going to buy more jewelry. I'm right. going to carry more money in my pocket. Right. You know, and you'll be an idiot to keep doing the same thing all over again because you're asking for trouble. Because next time you won't be so lucky. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I wish, so, I, I wish guys, uh, uh, females and males, in. in 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 our culture of hip-hop thought that way because um, it's a very flashy part of our culture, you know what I'm saying, to have the fashion and all that. You know, that's part of hip-hop. Right.
1: It's part of your costume, to be honest with you. It's just just part of who you are. Um, It's been going that way since 1984, 85, um, when us and Run-D.M.C. and L.L. started wearing the big gold chains and all that stuff. It kind of came from the street era. The drug dealers were doing it. Nobody really knows who started. it, it Was the rappers or the drug dealers? But uh, we made it a worldwide phenomenon to wear the big gold jewelry and and the chains, and you know that prompted for the younger generation to come after us and do the same thing. To this day, rappers still wear jewelry on stage, and you know, and rings and bracelets and all kind of Rolexes and stuff because they've seen it from back in the day. They think that's the way a rapper's supposed to. To look. Yeah. Not all rappers. Some rappers don't even have to wear that stuff. Or some rappers, they just feel they have to buy that. With the money they obtain, they say, hey, you know, I've made it. I'm going to go buy me some jewelry. You know, more power to you if that's what you want to do with your money. So be it. Um, but like right. I said, it's a part of who you are. You know, it's a part of your costume.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, so I can't let really blame them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shout out to Slick Rick. And you look at Big Daddy Kane's first album um long right. cane exactly run dmc was famous for wearing the dookie ropes and you know right. it, so it's 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 nothing i mean it's not like it hasn't been done in hip-hop but all, all we saying is just yo be smart be careful and now we got location monitors and you know what i'm saying um social media where they can track where you are and guys are so quick to say pull up so then you get pulled up on and somebody's getting murked up right on live or some. Something crazy, right. you know what I'm saying? So just... And I think
1: there's a huge game in fluctuation in hip hop now. Is really, um, it, it, it's not a good thing. Come on, let's be yeah. honest. It yeah. is not. I mean, it's it's it, 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 this is the music. It's the art form that came from the streets. Um, you know, when Melly Mel was doing the message. And his last rhyme in the message, um, Shao Bon, no state of mind. Yeah. That whole rhyme was a rhyme he said in super, super rap in um, nineteen seventy-nine, I think it was, and he said the same rhyme again, but he broke it down a little clearer. Um to this day, you don't know, that 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 rhyme that he said is the blueprint for everything, that that's the hardest rhyme you can find ever in hip hop history was that rhyme. Right. That's
4: right. the
1: blueprint for everything. That's the blueprint, everything that came after that picked apart that particular line. You understand what I'm saying? And he did it without cursing. There was no violence. He was just telling you how it is. He was he was just painting a picture of what can happen if you go down the wrong road. You end up in jail. You'd be somebody, you know, you know what. Yeah. Um, and you know, you'd be used and abused and served like hell to one day he was find home dead in in cell. Those rhymes to this day, you can't get no harder than that. You could put that rhyme out right now if a new artist came out and it would blow your mind, like it blew our minds back in 82 when the song came out. So um yeah. say I say all right to say this. To this day, that rhyme can never be duplicated, but people pick apart that rhyme and try to make something similar to that. You understand what I'm saying, right? So, right. Even if some rappers don't know who the hell Flash and the 35 Five are, if they don't want to do their homework, they should. They list. They heard that line. That line, That's how powerful that line was.
0: Yeah, and and that's so legendary it, status. It, it, to, in that's
1: legendary.
0: That's, exactly. That's legendary status.
1: Yeah. So you could do something
0: like that. Wow. That
1: could stand generations and decades. Right. You know. So, right.
0: Exactly. And 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 we have. Yet to see, you know, what I'm saying maybe 25 years from now, um, artists like The Game and Nipsey Hustle and, um, you know, even, you know, Outkast and Missy and all these great artists, you know, their their music should still be around. And then, you know, we'll see what what legendary status, um, you know, is still around in 25, 30, 40, 50 years. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. like, like a lot of the songs exactly. that came from the, the the 60s and the 70s, we still play. Like right now, you can't go right. to a family reunion without playing Before I Let Go by Frankie Beverly and Maze. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's what we're talking about. And I think before we wrap this episode up, man, I will be remiss. I will be, hor- I will be a horrible professor in the 360 University if, we don't, if I don't bring up this particular legend who happened to pass away 1995 on December 10th. And he happened to be one of your bandmates from the Fat Boys, man. We are not going to end this episode without giving your recollection of Darren Robinson, a.k.a. the Ox That Rocks, Um, DJ Doc Nice, Grandmaster Doc Nice, the Human Beatbox, Buffy, man, um, passed away December 10th. Um, This is what? This is December 23rd, a couple days before Christmas. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Um, so we want you guys to go into the holidays on a positive note. Um, but before we close out this particular episode, we got cool rock ski on the line, who is uh, a legendary member of the legendary group, the fat boys. And we lost a hip hop legend, a hip hop pioneer, um, Buffy man. Talk to us about buff man and his contribution to the culture, to hip hop. And why we consider him a legend to this day.
1: Um, he brought something different to the table as far as, um, everything was just rappers and DJs. Um, so whatever you did, um, in your house or at school, at the lunch table, you would bang on the table. If you start rapping, you would bang on the table at your house to start rapping to keep rhythm with the three rhymes that you was writing. Come, then comes along buff. They start doing the beatbox. Right. Nobody ever thought of that. Um, him and Dougie Fresh was the first of their kind. Um, I tell Doug this all the time, Dougie Fresh, we're from Brooklyn, you're from Harlem. We didn't know you existed. like We didn't know we existed. So I don't know who did it first. You know what I'm saying? I knew Buck, but he was from my neighborhood. Right. I, I never heard of Dougie Fresh coming up. But um, you know, that being said, they both were um, definitely the best at what they do. But Buck was just something different. Buck was the uh, main attraction um in the group. So it was it was kinda like um and this wasn't no gimmick. This wasn't a thing where he was just doing and making some crazy noises and some kind of you know, crazy sounds. He was actually um you know, this was just Bass and snare. He was actually part of what we did. Like we built our yeah, like, rhymes around him. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Write our rhymes around him. So that that's you know, that's um easy to write your rhymes around a DJ and just call out your DJ.
0: Right.
1: Or try writing your rhymes around a person who doesn't even rap. He's just does percussions with his mouth. And um I remember just going to different radio stations and him just um giving a sample of what he does and people just being like, you know, their eyes are wide open, like, what the hell? you know, <laughs> they just can't believe it.
4: Man. And
1: Man. It's just it's just something different. It's just something different. Like I said, I made a post about um, Kenny Muhammad, uh, Rozell, Biz Markie, Dougie Fresh, and Buff Love, the Human Beatbox. They made their own lane in hip hop. I like, think about it. That DJs, you got graffiti, you got breakdancing, you got rapping. They made their own lane. Right.
4: right.
1: We're part of you now. You understand? Like that's that's legend that's pioneering, that's innovative, that's anything you want to you think of, to put yourself in the line of a culture and make your
0: own lane. Right. That to this day, people still do it. Right, and it's, it's, you know? it's one of the elements now, you know what I'm saying, one of the elements yeah, of hip-hop. Yeah, one of the elements, yeah. huge element of hip-hop. Wow, I remember the scene from Crust Groove, man, when y'all were in science class and <laughs> the teacher was writing on the board and then Buff starts beatboxing. And she thought, "Who has a radio?" Nobody right. says anything. And That's
1: they... why I was in school. We both went to the same high school. We walked into a different high school. And sometimes I'd be in my class just, um, you know, doing my work. Because we became kind of celebrities, and our high school we never had a song out. But so we just became celebrities because we were just rap. And he would even beatbox at, at the, you know, at the lunch tables or whatever. Yeah. And he never went to class. So I'll be
0: in my class and i look up and be like 20, 30 people behind him. He's just walking the halls
1: doing the beatbox. Wow. <laughs> and people just, like the Pied
0: Piper, you know what I'm saying? So. Wow. And that's, and that's how we're going to end this, man. That's how we're going to end this episode on a great note based on, you know, the legendary status of all the artists that we talked about, the greatness of uh, many of the artists that we just talked about. But we're going to end it with a legend that is close to um, your professor, my co-host, the the, the legendary Cool Rock Ski. We, we, I'm talking about Buff Love, the Human Beatbox. And we're going to go out um, with that, with with the Human Beatbox um, song off of the Fat Boy's first album. Um, but make sure you all tap in with us and stay with us. We're on Episode 9, Lesson 9 right now. Episode Lesson 10 is coming up real soon, um, which will probably be after the start of the year. Because we want to wish everybody, you know, happy holidays and uh, we're not interrupting any uh, uh, um, anybody's anybody's flow with the holidays. So we'll post up some some of our um, earlier episodes and we'll come back to y'all with um, episode 10 after the start of 2020. But, um, you know, check us out all on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 360 University one. And you can also send us an email, drop us a line. You know, let us know who you would like to, you know, hear from or talk to. Um, we're going to open up the lines um, in the top at the top of the year also to where people can call in and, you know, ask questions of our interview of our guests and everything like that. Shout out to our sponsor, Hella Hot Hot Sauce, out there in uh, California. What's up, Kyle? And oh, um, <laughs> all right, yeah, man, 360upod at gmail.com. That's the line. Hit us up, and we're going out right now. We're going out to the human beatbox. Buff Love on the beatbox by the Fat Boy. Shout out to Cool Rock Ski on the line, the legend. Thank you, man. Thank you for um being down with the 360 University podcast, man, and, you know, me and you partnering, oh, partnering up and taking this thing into the, um, the next year. 2020 is going to be yeah. a great 2020 vision. That's our moniker, man, coming up. You know what I'm saying? We got a vision. Definitely. Yeah. So here it is, 360 definitely. University. I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, along with...
1: MC Cool Rock Ski from the Legend Fat Boys.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. We're going into it right now by the Fat Boys, the Human Beatbox. Peace. Peace. Stick Ha em, ha ha. Stick them.
2: Stick them. Ha ha ha. Stick them. Stick em,